Welcome to the Trinity Reformed Church Podcast. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com. Again, you have heard that it was said of, these, uh, of those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. This passage is part of the Sermon on the Mount, and Jesus is exhorting us to be men and women of our word. As a Christian, you shouldn't have to make elaborate promises in order to convince people that you're going to follow through. Cross my, my heart, you know, pinky swear, whatever it is you, you have to do. We shouldn't have to do that. Jesus is saying that Christians should be the kind of people who are known to follow through when they say that they're going to do something. Here's what Matthew Henry says about this. Quote, the frequent requiring and using of oaths is a reflection upon Christians who should be of such acknowledged fidelity as that their sober words should be as sacred as their solemn oaths. In other words, only untrustworthy people need to make extravagant oaths in order to get people to believe them. A Christian should be the kind of person whose yes is enough. This applies not only to big promises, like your wedding vows or baptismal vows or membership vows, but also to your day-to-day commitments, uh, to your job, to sports teams, to your, your mom about the chores you said you'd do. And so as we reflect on this ex- exhortation from the Lord, there are a few specific applications I'd like TRC to consider. And those are to not make careless commitments and to not be a flake. So let's talk about careless commitments. So keeping your word is binary. Um, it's, it's, it's either something you do or it's something you don't do. For example, if you've signed an employment contract to work 40 hours a week, uh, but you're actually only working six hours a day, you're not, keep, you're not keeping 75% of your word. You're not keeping your 100% of your word. Our word is not something we get to be optimistic about. When you fail to keep your word, it's, it's not okay for you to say, well, I was... I thought I was going to. You know, I'm a, I'm a glass half full kind of guy, and I thought I'd maybe, I'd, I'd, and I mostly did it. Um, if you sign up for something and you find an excuse not to do it, uh, not to show up every week, then you're breaking your word. If you're one of those people who agrees to things quickly, but then frequently black, uh, backs out, the quickest way to improve this, uh, to, to improve your promise keeping percentage, let's call it, is just to cut back on the number of things that you commit to. Guard your tongue. James tells us uh, that the tongue is the hardest member of the body to tame. And this is just one more of those examples. Be slow to make a commitment and be resolute to fulfill what you've agreed to. This is actually the very best way to teach yourself to stop making careless commitments. Keeping your promises is frequently painful. It's difficult. Uh, But that pain teaches you to consider the cost, to count the cost before agreeing to do something. So resolve to let your yes be yes. Here are a few examples I've heard. I'm sure you have too. Um, the my husband told me we can't make it excuse. Uh, this is a common one. Uh, women, you'll frequently play the, the husband card. 
Um, scripture says that a father or a husband can override a pledge that his daughter or, or wife has made by, quote, the thoughtless utterance of her lips. So women, if you're, if you're frequently playing the husband card to flake out of commitments, you don't get brownie points for being a submissive wife. Um, you're admitting to being thoughtless with your words and your commitments. You should knock it off. Let your yes be yes. Teenagers, this is a hard word, but please hear me. You are notoriously flaky. You haven't experienced the pain of, of uh, having people flake out on you over and over and uh, enough to realize how selfish it is. Don't be the teenager who agrees to babysit and then last minute cancels because you remembered there was something fun going on that night. Esteem others higher than yourself and let your yes be yes. Here's another hard word. Homeschoolers, you are notoriously flaky. It's the reason that most online homeschool curriculum require upfront payment. They know these Christians probably will flake out. I've been known, uh, for those of you that, that, that know me well, to call home churchers and homeschoolers free-range chickens. And it's because uh, these models tend to attract people who don't want to be tied down by pesky commitments to other people. TRC homeschoolers defy this stereotype and be the kind of people who let your yes be yes. And of course, the worst excuse in, evangelical, in the evangelical community uh, is to blame God. You guys have probably heard this. I know I agreed to help on Saturday, um, but I just feel like the Lord's leading me to spend some time with my family, uh, so I'm going to sleep in, right? Um, this is a bad witness. This is not something that we, we, we shouldn't use the God told me get out of jail uh, free card. Um, it's actually serious. It's, it's, it's a form of, of taking the Lord's name in vain. It's a violation of the third commandment. Um, we tend to think of the third commandment to mean just don't use God's name in conjunction with a swear word. But it means much, much more than that. Um, it's what Christ was alluding to or was teaching in the Lord's Prayer when he said, pray like this then, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. The name of the Lord is to be reverenced and honored in all of our speech. So Christians, we should only invoke the name of the Lord with great sobriety and reverence. If you're canceling something because it's inconvenient or because you made some hasty commitment, don't use God as your get-out-of-jail-free card. Just own it and apologize. Or better yet, keep your word. Let your yes be yes. So last thing I want to mention is just this idea of not being a flake in general. Um, I've lived in, in a number of different parts of the, the, the country. Um, I, I grew up in the Southwest, and then I lived in the Pacific Northwest for, for 12 years. And I've been here in the South for about 10 years. And I think this is a peculiar thing to the South. So hear me out here. Um, I, I call it um, Southern cancel culture. Um, and I'm not talking about politics. Uh, I, I'm talking about this tendency we have, it seems, in the South to quickly cancel things um, for any reason whatsoever. Um, I know I said I'd be there, but we, you know, we were out of milk this morning for the cereal, so we're just going to have to call it off. Um, that kind of thing. Um, it's lame. <laughs> um, there's a famous uh, Woody Allen uh, quote. Um, he says, 80% of success is showing up. This is a deep truth that bears reflection. Do you want a successful business? Show up. Do you want uh, to, uh, to athletic achievement? You've got to show up. Do you want a healthy marriage? Show up. 
If your kids sign up for a sports team, be committed to showing up, even if your kid isn't feeling like it today or you're not feeling like it today. Let your yes be yes. If you volunteer to help with something and others are counting on you, show up. Let your yes be yes. We all want to see ourselves as the Sam, you know, the Sam Gamgee character you know, who, who sticks by his friends through thick and thin. But like the saying goes, everyone wants to save the world, but nobody wants to take out the trash. The kind of sacrificial loyalty that Sam has to Frodo is not something that we're just born with. Sacrificial loyalty is like a muscle. To develop strength, you're going to have to put in the reps. And so every day, you're either practicing to be the kind of friend who sticks closer to a brother, closer than a brother, or you're practicing to be a Judas who betrays his friends uh, when the going gets tough. You're either practicing self-sacrificial love or selfish excuse-making. So let us not be a people who flake out. Let's not be a people who always make lame excuses to cancel. Let's be a people who show up, a people whose yes means yes. Thanks for listening. To find out more, check out our website at trinityreformedkirk.com. That's trinityreformedkirk.com.